Yo, yo, yeah, yeah. What, what, what? Raising the tuners, masturbate. Everyone's welcome, peace or hate. Share your opinions, false or true. We will accept your point of view. Let's get together, one and all. Building bridges, removing walls. Share what you're thinking with your friends. Hear the best of brain never ends. Left to right or straight okay. Nonsense and figures all cabaret. Blow to a hurdle in between. We recognize your consciousness screen. Come and share your thoughts with us. Transipate a homosexual crush. Don't scream a shout or raise your flag. All this debate is all bad. Yo, everyone's welcome to masturbate. Everyone's welcome to masturbate. Raise the big tuners, masturbate. Bam. And then get ready for this. This will get you going. Are you with me? You better be with me. Oh, yeah. Make sure this isn't copyrighted. Oh, yeah, shit, it is. Right, but surely you're allowed a few seconds of it. Probably. probably. What a way to start the show, eh? Hey. How is that to start the show? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> welcome, welcome everybody. Thank you, thank you fans. How are you doing Liam? I'm doing alright mate, how are you doing? I'm doing well, what a, what a wonderful way that was to start the show. It's it's so promising isn't it, that part of how good the songs are going to be, but then there are actually, actually the rest of the song, what a feeling, just reminds you of uh, women's uh, digestive products on on adverts. We've been a long time away from the audience and we've received some complaints. I know, plenty. People are paying good money and then throwing good money after bad yeah. and we're not releasing anything, but we've been busy, haven't <laughs> it's we? It's embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How do you how do you feel I'm looking? Uh, that's a question, isn't it? <laughs> what, see what this says? I can't. Uh... Let me see. Brains. Does that Personalized say brains on clothing. It? Yeah, B R A I N Z Z S. Brains personalized denim wear. So let's and, uh, let's talk through I your. I no longer look like a sex offender mm, anymore. You you say that. So let's talk through your things. We spoke earlier this week, uh, yeah. just to me basically badgering you to get back on with the podcast because you've been slightly distracted by the NFL, um, oh, and yeah. at that point you looked slightly like Charles Manson. Yeah, um, I had a bit too much of a beard going on, didn't I? And those crazy eyes that you've got. So yeah. let's talk through how you've transformed yourself, both that beard and those crazy eyes. Shave the beard off. Okay, what have you left? Uh, a handlebar moustache. Yeah. Is it even? Uh, possibly not. Why <laughs> does it not look even? It doesn't. It doesn't look even through this, but that could just be oh. could just be your head angle. It's difficult. It is difficult to get it get it right, but uh, I think it adds a little bit of class to uh, 
the rest of the outfit. Also, sunglasses. Also you've like, can't see my eyes anymore. Exactly, yeah. Also, you've not gone all the way down. Like, it doesn't go underneath. It, like, stops a centimetre before your jawline. Was it supposed to go underneath? I think it's supposed to go underneath. That's a shame because I actually had hair there that I could have left. Yeah, well, so, right. that's annoying. But uh, this is an audio uh, only medium, and we are talking about visual things, which is uh, is going to put off. Our audience, well, our mostly American audience. Well, let's let's build up the picture of what you look like then. So, what we've established so far, you've got a handlebar mustache, you've put on yeah. some black aviators to yep. hide your crazy eyes. Prescription. Um, what else are we wearing? Uh, this hat that I got in uh, Arizona. What kind of hat is it? US of A. It is a ten-gallon uh, hat. Okay, is that a type of, so that's a cowboy hat. Yeah. Okay. And then what else are you wearing? Personalised denim wear. Okay. Um, I'm wearing double denim, which is back in fashion now. Uh, denim jacket, personalised with my name, and uh, denim uh, and a pair of Ugg boots. Okay. Have you got, like, two other items of clothing underneath your denim jacket? Looks like you've got a T-shirt and a long-sleeve top on. Uh, are you having no, trouble no, paying for the year? Oh, is not everybody cost of living crisis? It's crazy. Electricity is working out about thirty-two pence a, a kilowatt. So, what are you wearing underneath your denim jacket? Just a Farrah. Um, What's a Farrah? T-shirt. Farrah's a high fashion. It's a fashion label. Uh, you wouldn't have heard of it, but it's it's they make really nice clothing, as you can see. Okay. So, what have you been doing while we've been away from the audience? Who we've neglected? We built up a massive following, which we thank all our fans. And then we just disappeared off the scene. We made it to the big books, and uh, and then we just left it all behind. I've been worrying about you, mate. So I've got a couple of things about your life that I want to check in on. Sure, go for it. Okay. Number one, employment. How's that going? Zero. <laughs> Didn't you come Zero down to status. my local area to do a bit of cash and hand work? Can't say cash and hand. Can't be talking on you yeah. about cash and hand work. <laughs> um. Okay, well then, perhaps when you were on a trip down to my area, was there? Oh, a... I did go on a recreational trip okay, down. You went on a recreational trip. Was there a situation with some piss? Piss? Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, that was a shame. So, I wasn't doing any work, but I was visiting somebody who was uh, in my van, right. and um, at, at lunchtime, uh, well, his lunchtime. Obviously, I could not working. I could have taken lunch um, whenever. Uh, I just took it at the same time as him. Uh, we left the customer's house and went into, or his customer's house, and I went into the van to get my lunch, but then I needed a piss and I didn't want to knock on the customer's door. Uh, so I just thought, I'll just go in my jug in the in the van, because I keep a jug in the back of the van for emergencies. And um, When you say emergencies, what do you mean? Well, I often sleep in the van. Okay. Uh, since me and my uh, wife started having a few difficulties, I found a good way of uh, fixing them difficulties was to sleep uh, I slept van. in the van a couple of times on my own volition, I should say. And I actually found that I, I actually enjoy sleeping in the van more than I do Spend sleeping in the house. I've actually been sleeping in the house, uh, sleeping in the van quite a lot. So I already had, you know, my bed and my jug already because obviously there's no. Um, toilet in the van so so just to clarify by emergencies you mean your piss jug that you just piss in aye, aye. yeah the piss jug yeah, your piss so jug. Carry on. i did a piss in the piss jug customer weren't disturbed brilliant 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 
and uh, and I put it on my sideboard table next to my bed in the van. And and I said to my mate, here, don't let me drive off with that piss because I couldn't put it out onto the road. It was a small little cul-de-sac. Anyway, obviously, gets to the end of the day that I just so happened to wait until he'd finished work. And then, I, and then I jumped in the van and drove off. And uh, I just heard this clunk and splash. I was like, ah. Oh. And, of course, um, what had happened, obviously, the... the the piss jug had gone, had gone flying, covered the van in piss. You were speaking to me on the phone as that happened, weren't you? Or you were leaving What's me that? voice messages. I think you were leaving me and Hannah voice messages. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, I probably pulled over by the time I'd sent that voice message to you, actually. <laughs> if you think about it. So... Uh, perhaps you'd acted it out to us, because my memory was um, you going, oh, fuck, oh, it's gone everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, shit! Must have must have been stopped safely at traffic lights yeah, then. Yeah. To uh, to be to be using my phone. Yeah, okay. Um. Road. Okay. So um, you now temporary. You've been living in a van. How come every time I've spoken to you, you've said you've started sleeping in a cabin? Right, cause it's winter now, and and also we've got new neighbours. And I used to sleep outside in the van outside the neighbor's house because that's the parking space. And she didn't mind because I explained to her the situation. She was like, you know, yeah, sure. Uh, but then we've got new neighbors now. And uh, I didn't want their first impression to be like a guy sleeps outside their house in a van because I thought it just brings up a load of questions that you don't want to start. So I just thought I'm moving back into the house. But I didn't, after spending so long in the van, you know, I've been in there a few months now. I didn't feel comfortable sleeping in like a full-sized room. So what I did was I went to B&Q and got a load of, you know, MDF board and I, I, I recreated the inside of my van, you know, because it's all boarded out inside and uh, and just moved moved into that. And honestly, it's a, it's an it's absolute game changer. Is that inside your house? It is, yeah, yeah. In my in my room, yeah. Just like in the middle of the living room, like what are we talking? Where where have you built yourself your little box? Upstairs your bed in the bedroom. Coffin. It's not a little box. It's the size of a small van. Okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, it's perfect. I put a few shelves in there, some lighting. Um, no, it's brilliant, honestly. And I think it. I think obviously, what's um, why do people sleep in vans? Uh, the age-old question, and uh, I think it's poverty, takes childhood trauma, uh, trying to run away from the responsibilities, marital issues. <laughs> there's, there's a whole list that we could go through, isn't there? Or specific. That wasn't general. That was a specific list. Or we used to be cavemen. Yeah. We we used to sleeping in little caves, little tiny holes. And what is a van but a, a cave on wheels? I remember you used to sleep in like the crawl space behind your bed when you lived. Yeah, yeah. As a little kid, which it's a bit, a bit sometimes out of necessity. <laughs> sometimes because More often I actually than not. enjoyed small spaces, getting inside small spaces. You can sleep much better than in a full size room, I find. You used to sleep under your stairs. You used to have your little setup under your stairs. Oh yeah, I used to sleep under the stairs for a good few years. Love that. Yeah, so no, I'm well happy with the pod. I call it. Um, Replicating the, the the chassis of a, a Volkswagen Caddy, and it's a, it's a good place to sleep. And I get that it's slightly unusual. Slightly, 
But um, each to their own, isn't it? 2023, bro. Each to their own. You can't be having a go at me for sleeping in a pod when look at what's going on in Palestine. <laughs> I have got Israel-Palestine on the list, but I've got some more important things to talk about first. So, okay. um, nature. You've had a couple of encounters with nature recently. Uh, nature? Go on. You killed a seal? Oh. Well, not purposely. And I feel like we're treading on dangerous ground here because we're going to get animal rights activists coming up our ass saying that uh, that we are... I didn't go out there and deliberately kill a seal. Okay. I went out there with good intention. I went down to the beach. I live near a beach. I'm a very lucky man in that respect. And there was a seal on the beach. And that's not usual. And there'd been a storm a few days before. And I thought to myself, all right. Me, nature, nature, me. I'm going to help this seal out. I'm going to become friends with it. Because seals are like dogs. They're really oh. cute. They're lovely. They're oh, like the animal you would want to kill least. Yeah. And so I I went back to the house. Previously, I'd caught some um, uh, mackerel uh, in the boat. And, and I bring them back and I put them in the freezer. And I freeze them all and eat them throughout the months. And I got some frozen fish out. Went back down to the uh, beach chucked the seal some frozen fish and it gratefully ate the fish but it obviously wasn't used to the fact that you got a defrost fish before and i don't think any of us had thought about it (laughs) anyway got very quickly trapped in its throat and um and uh well this the fish did not sustain it more so end its life tragically and 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 it went from being such a beautiful act of, um, you know, man being in touch with nature to to something quite terrible, uh, very quickly. Man and it was quite nature. overwhelming for me. Yeah, sounds brutal, mate. What did you learn from it? Just that seals are idiots. <laughs> like, and and to be fair, I should have thought about that before I took it down frozen fish. Anyway, tragic. Thanks for bringing that up, mate. It's all right, mate. <laughs> There's just been a few things that have come up that I've thought, I just want to check in with Andy and make sure he's doing okay. He seems... I'm doing okay. He seems like he's wanting to live in a van covered in piss and he's going around murdering seals. The way you frame things makes my life sound quite unusual. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? But the way that I live it is actually quite normal. You've got, like... I think the people who are listening to this podcast are if missing. If we do have anyone left, yeah, we do have anyone podcast, left, 
are missing the experience of you recanting this and saying you're actually quite normal with your handlebar moustache, your aviators, your cowboy hat and your double denim and your rug boots. <laughs> well, not incredibly normal. <laughs> <laughs> But who wants to be normal anyway? What I am, I'd just like to clarify, is an absolute animal lover. Yeah. And I would never deliberately harm uh, any animal what about spiders? person, place, or thing. I would, I would obviously harm animals under a certain size, yeah. <laughs> it's a free-for-all. <laughs> I remember you used to pull legs off Daddy Long Legs and sprinkle them in people's eyes. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. When? We used to My do it, early twenties. Uh, <laughs> no, when you were like a little kid, you used to be one of those little kids that you thought, "Oh, he's going to yeah. end up killing someone." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. He's going to end up in a hospital um, or a prison. But I did, I did. I used to have that hamster. Do you remember Hammy? You used to put it in your mouth. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> but I didn't do anything with it. I've just popped it in there, just to see. Just to, it was like a thing of trust, you know. It was because Freddie Starr. There was a news article about it, so. Freddie Star ate my hamster. So for some reason, famous news for some reason, you read that and thought, "Ooh, I'm a bit like Freddie Star." And then you used to just let your hamster sit in your mouth with its head popping out. I would do that as a thing of trust for the hamster, so it would see that even even though I was an animal that was two hundred times bigger, I, I would even put it in the jaws of death, and it would never get harmed. And it used to live in my top pocket. What happened to that? And hamster? I used to love that hamster. Like it was around for ages, and I remember you putting it in your mouth a lot. And then I don't remember it dying. Yeah, it did. Died after about two years, sadly. But that's normal. Nothing untoward <laughs> happened to it. It just slowed down, Doesn't... went incontinent, and then died. Fed some but I food. been I was a bit unusual when I was a child and um and I'd I'd I buried it properly in the garden. Um I did keep it for a few days longer than I should have, but I buried it in the garden, but after about six months, when I when the grief had got probably too much, I remember I did uh, go back out and unbury it because I thought I'll keep I'll carry the bones around. It, I suppose this is quite a macabre episode so far, but at least it's around Halloween, so it ties. This could be the Halloween special. Yeah, uh, it ties in nicely. But I should also add that that unusual behaviour was very firmly under the alcohol umbrella of addiction. Because I nowadays. Whoa, 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 pause, pause one, one second. Mate. Yeah. I knew you when you were a kid, and yes. your behaviour was fairly weird back then. You weren't yes. drinking alcohol when you were putting a hamster in your mouth or hiding no. under your bed. No, but I was just young. Then. <laughs> just young. Just you. <laughs> Pulling legs off Daddy Long Legs. This. But can you remember when your cousin came, and me and him were getting on really well? And you mm. got jealous, so you <laughs> you like chased us both with a massive pole. Well, if you will betray me, Liam, <laughs> you will pay the consequences. <laughs> okay, cool. No one would no one would say that I dislike animals, would they? Unless they're smaller than a certain size. Yeah, if they're small animals, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs>
What else have we got? What else have we got? What have you got? I wanted to catch up with you on your life. Um, well, we've got tell you Israel, what, we've, Palestine. We've got, we've got betrayal. A betrayal. That's what I've been hit by. Okay. Betrayal. <laughs> In what way? Oh, hold on. One, one second. Sorry. I, I do apologise. A phone call came through and I panicked and I thought it was the postman because I'm expecting a very important delivery today. And uh, and yet they, they, they put the phone down. So I don't know who it was. What's your, what's your important delivery? Oh, uh, a Michael Kors leather jacket, leather biker jacket. Michael Kors? As in like the brother from the Kors? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think it's a famous fashion designer. Okay. I'd never heard of it until I saw a guy in the street uh, the other day. And he, honestly, he looked so cool. He looked like he was out of a film. And I, and I I never, I rarely go up to people in the street and start talking to them that I don't know. Um, but he looked so cool. I had to. I just went, where did you get that jacket from? And I was touching his arm and it just was like silk. And he was like, oh, uh, it's, um, and he, and I went, show me the label. And he showed me the label, Michael Kors. And I went, oh, I'm going to get one of them. And then he, 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 he got a bit cocky. He says, I don't think you'll be able to afford it. Michael Kors, very expensive. Should have cost me a thousand pounds, this jacket. And, uh, and I went, I think I'll, uh, I think I'll be able to afford it. Thank you. Uh, cause it's annoying, isn't it? When people make assumptions about, uh, what you can and can't afford anyway. Obviously, I can't afford a £1,000 jacket. But I went onto eBay and I found a little old lady who I don't know if her, um, if her, it looked like she was clearing out the uh, contents of her son's bedroom. And uh, I hope nothing tragic had um, befallen him. Uh, but it's probably best he is dead, actually, uh, because if he found out that uh, she had sold me his Michael Kors leather jacket for £40... Um, she's going to be dead when he gets back from the army or whatever. Uh, so, uh, so I'm chuffed and I'm waiting for that to come through today. And it's going to, it's going to be a game changer. And listeners, if you want Andrew to be able, um, sorry, if you want brains to be able to purchase thousand pound jackets without exploiting the elderly, you can subscribe to us at patreon.com oh, forward slash masturbate. Every little helps. Very good, Liam. It's about time you, you you got a bit professional. Yes, and I'd just like to add, um, I would never spend a thousand pounds on a on a on a biker jacket. So what you're saying is, even if you make even if you made loads of money from this podcast, you'd still go around scamming old women. I, if I had one thousand pounds in the bank right now, do you know where it would be going to? Uh, make your. Uh, box in your bedroom, more realistically, like a van. Charity. <laughs> charity. But what do you mean by charity? Do you mean you're going to go around charity shops and buy loads of gilets? I love charity shopping. <laughs> you do. I would give it to charity because for me, money has money has no hold over me. Although uh, I am in deep, deep, deep financial debt. <laughs> uh, so that is actually getting a hold over me now, even though I don't want it to. Um, I'm getting letters from here, there, and everywhere. So I didn't realise this, but again, during my deep, deep, dark years of addiction, which I'm now thankfully free of due to a, a, a power greater than myself and the god of my understanding, 
I am free from drugs and alcohol. What does God of my understand? God of my own understanding. Mean? None of your business. Now, I got some letters from Sheffield City Council suggesting that from the years 2012 to 2016, I, f- I forgot to pay the council tax. And now they're coming after me all guns blazing for thousands upon thousands of pounds. That sounds a bit scary, mate. Exactly. So now I'm stuck in a rock and a hard place where on one hand, I'm thinking to myself, I ain't bowing down to your authority. On the other hand, because I've got so ferociously into debt over the past couple of years, my credit score has gone through the roof because my borrowing has gone up and my repayments have generally been on time, that I have an excellent credit score for the first time in my life. So Don't I'm now worried. CCJs? They, they've fallen off. Have they've they? gone. They only last, I don't know, 7, 12 years, really? something like that. That's, that's, that's useful financial advice for anybody out there. Yeah, anybody out there, if you're struggling with debt and you're getting CCJs and you're worried, essentially... Wait for wait for seven years. Wait for twelve years. They'll be gone. You can get. You can start. Get. You can start over over again. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm um, I'm in a place of desperation now because what do you do? We need this podcast to be go to number one. Okay. How are we going to do that? I think one thing we should do is even if we're doing shorter episodes, we should try and get something out every week. Sure, content every week. And just build it up. I don't think yeah. we should worry as much about topics. I think we should just have fun and come up with some segments, maybe. In fact, didn't you say you'd done loads of prep work and all I needed to do was come up with like three things I liked doing by myself? Um... <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, most of the prep work that I did was just working out how to use all these buttons <laughs> on the new mixer decks that we that we purchased. <laughs> Um, yeah, but honestly, I feel like this is such a difficult thing because I feel like this podcast we could make, we could have a great podcast, couldn't we? We do. But at the same time, after it didn't take off after the first week, a part of me just thought, what's the point of this? And And a part of me, I guess, is always expected to one day just become famous for some reason, but I've never really known what. And I didn't expect it to be so much work, if I'm honest. I think if we just do regular short episodes, it would be better than nothing. I I reckon so, yeah. Because our listeners are getting a bit annoyed that they're paying um, every month for for zero content. Actual money. Actual Actual money. money. And we're grateful for every single listener we have. If you're just one listener sitting on your own at home now looking for just like-minded people, who um, aren't afraid to shoot the shit and uh, and talk about the hot topics of the day, then you're one of us, welcome. So, and you're not alone. Israel-Palestine, what's your take? Oh, now this is a tricky one, because I used to speak quite openly about Israel and Palestine, and uh, with, with, I used to speak with, with some quite conviction upon the matter. Now... I feel I've got a lot more to lose than most in this now because um, obviously I go to America quite a lot and America is taking quite a a strong stance 
towards the towards the wrong team, if, in my opinion. Now, I can't really say too much about this, even though my opinions are quite strong for fear of uh, the next time I enter the, the country getting stopped at the border for um, hate speech or whatever. Okay. I would say that because of the group in question, the and I don't want to get into any hot water. Okay, let's stop there. <laughs> it can be quite litigious um, let's, let's, territory. Let's stop five minutes ago. <laughs> so it's quite difficult, but um, all I will say is I do feel like the Palestinians are getting a bit... Uh, it's a weird. I think us as a British nation are acting like hypocrites, don't you? Because we used to be on the side of Palestine, didn't we? And then, oh, did you hear about? I read it in paper the other day. Sheffield City Council running up the Israeli flag. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Well, luckily, some brave soul climbed up there and ripped it down. Not that I am against Palestine, Israel as a whole, or in an idea, but. Um, we shouldn't be doing that, should we? Not after what Israel is doing to Gaza and, and, and Palestinians are doing to Israel. Death. We don't run up the flag of one of them and be like, yeah, you kill the other ones, do we? And Sheffield's always been pro-Palestine. How's that? And it? I don't know. Yeah. yeah so uh, it turns out that Sheffield City Council had received orders from government, central government, to raise the Israeli flag. And you know where the central government got the orders for that from? America. Goddamn America. And I don't mean that in a literal sense because I'm a big, big fan of America. You're dressed but, as a cowboy. Yeah. It's more the it's more the current administration in America that I have a problem with. Not the American people. American people are lovely. A lot of a lot of British people think Americans are idiots. Um I have reason to believe that's not wholly true. Not wholly true. Sure, there's some there's some American idiots. There's some American idiots out there, and actually, they don't speak like that because that is a um, a not not truism. Because Americans that speak like this can actually be the salt of the earth. I suppose it's when they when they. What other um, accents can you do? Can you do accents from different bits of America? Sure, okay, sure. Let's test you. Um, what do people from New York speak like? Hey, I'm walking here. Hey, get out of the way, man. Hey, oh, in fact, do you know there's more Jews in New York than there is in Israel? Fact of the day. Fact of the day. Okay, what do Hawaiian <laughs> <laughs> What do Hawaiian speak like? Do you Ooh, Hawaiian? That was a, that was the wrong sound effect. This is <laughs> sorry. <laughs> do your what do Hawaiians speak like? Do your Hawaiian accent? Aloha, easy bra. Are you doing, man? No, that's and that's not racist. What I just did because I was just trying my best. Okay. <laughs> do you want to give that one another stab, or shall we move <laughs> on to a different bit of America? Welcome to the, welcome to the islands, man. Welcome to the islands of uh, the Big Island and the. Uh, the other islands, man. Okay, hey, you got that. any crystal eyes? <laughs> Please stop that. Right. <laughs> there's a lot. There's actually a lot more uh, crystal meth usage on Hawaii than you'd imagine. It isn't an no, island. No, if you watch Dog the Bounty Hunter, you've... bless him. Bless him. Poor Beth, dead. Yeah. Didn't he? Wasn't he really racist? 
No. Well, actually, yeah, he was really badly racist. But um, I thought you were going to say, what about that valiant act he did when there was a paedophile on the run in America? Um, and he was chasing him all over America. But then the paedophile just thought, Do you know what? I've had enough of this. I'm going to cross the border and escape into Mexico. You can't, obviously cross borders we know that from every american film dog the bounty honey went fuck that he crossed the border kidnapped the pedophile then the mexican police obviously got hold of him chucked him in jail for years and the rest of his family that went with him it was tragic beth was out there fighting for his release she finally got him released from a mexican jail years later and now it's sadly she died of breast cancer bail bondsman is the weirdest thing in the world it's like loan sharks who pretend yeah. they're police officers it's a weird concept, isn't it? Okay, do your Nebraska accent. Uh, Nebraska? No, I can't do that one. What about this one, Minnesota? Um, hello, uh, wait. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> what what's it all about, man? What's it all about? Hello, uh, howdy, man. What's it all about? Howdy. <laughs> Nebraska. Howdy, pa- howdy, partner, man. What's it all about? Nebraska's a bit like that as well. All right, good. Okay. See how the the dialect changes from where you are. Do California. Uh, hey, um, do you want to smoke some weed, man, and go out there and catch some waves? Hey, surf's up, dude. Yeah. Or if it's that's the Californian men, Californian women are more like this. <clears throat> oh, oh, hi, um, uh, uh, hi, guys. Valley girl. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was that was a wonderful tour of America. I can see I can <laughs> that's say, a welding tour around America. I can see you've got a deep and rich knowledge of the culture. Yeah, but my favorite by far has to be the Texan accent because I don't give a fuck about anything, man. You know what I like? I like my horses. I like my whiskey, and I like my women with their big. Um, the big brains of all the women in Texas. Okay, okay. Do Louisiana. Do Louis. Do like Louisiana or Alabama. Do a southern state. Hey, guy. Hey, Cletus. You want to head down to the swamp and get me a gator? <laughs> you were worried that your euphemistic talk about Israel Palestine was going to stop you getting through the border into America. <laughs> no, I'm not pro Palestine. I'm not pro pro Israel. I'm just saying it's a very complicated situation. But um, uh, we're always worried about offending the... Stop. Uh, you... Go back onto accents. <laughs> go back onto, go back onto <laughs> the slightly offensive accents. I think they, they were they were better. They were sa- they felt like safer ground. They didn't feel safe. Right. Free Palestine, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Because I've got to live that. with my conscience. Yeah. But still, go easy on me. Go easy on me, fellas, at the border. <laughs> Everyone's allowed to point. Free speech. Second Amendment. First Amendment. One of the amendments, the, first one the right to the right to speak, the right to speak hatefully or lovingly. Guns is the second one, isn't it? And give me a gun to protect that right. <laughs> no, but um, very serious, very serious situation. So, have you got any news? <laughs> My life's just ticking along nicely. Um, Have we had any emails while we've been away? Any emails from the listeners? Uh, I've spoken... Probably got hundreds of emails going, where are you? Get back online. We love you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I spoke to uh, the fan who sent us in the last email. All right. 
There's been a few people asking me, where is the podcast? Like, Yes, yes, brilliant. Why is it? And that's our, de- that's our hardcore dedicated fans. We love you. Please, if you have cancelled your um, Patreon subscription, which uh, we've noticed a few of you sadly have, please reinstate it. It's understandable. Um, yeah, obviously we, we're in the wrong ear, but we're going we're gonna to be in the right ear. As of next week, things are going to change dramatically. And I mean that. Uh, we're going to have new sound effects, new um, songs. We're going to have segments. We're going to have phone-ins. We're going to uh, prepare before the show next time, aren't we? I, I, I did prepare a bit this time. Did you? Yeah. Next time, we're going to prepare even more. Okay. We're going to have a producer come on board. Are we actually going to get the producer on board? I'm really up yes. for having the producer on board. She's a good producer as well. She knows us both very well. Um, she is a very uh, professional, um, I'd say a lefty, but uh, you, she's not all bad. Are you prepared to take direction? It's uh, theoretically, yes, but also I do have a, um, a an actual problem where I struggle with um, any sort of authority. Yeah, authority. Um, you've also got a strong... I was artistic direction. Yeah. A vision. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I want us to get right in at the deep end. I want to get us guests. I want to be talking to them guests and getting all the wildest opinions out there. I don't want to have to censor myself when it comes to the Israeli-Palestinian war. I want to say... Israel, you shit your fucking mouth. Stop it. Stop it, mate. Just doing it in an accent isn't isn't gonna get you through it, unfortunately. But um um I support the struggle of the Palestinian people, by the way. I support any underdog. I think it's a complex. When you look at the news and they say, Oh, Israel's got badly attacked by Palestine and they've taken a thousand prisoners. That's not bad. It's not good though, is it? No no one dying is good, but but then they There's show you the, the both sides. One side is a, is one of the most well armed militaries in the world with the with the scariest intelligence agencies and the uh, biggest budgets of any army outside of the US. The other is a guy with an AK forty seven and a bandana on, and you're like, mm, but also, I don't believe this shite. Also, just to add a bit of like nuance to that. There are lots of Israelis who are good, decent people who sure. don't like the genocide that's been committed by their government. Yeah, for sure. And we're with them because we're like, I don't care if you're Jewish, Palestinian, or Chinese. The three types. The main thing is... <laughs> the three genders. The main thing is that we, we get along with each other. And if we don't get along with each other, at least don't harm each other. That's a strong message it- for us, mate. Yeah, because we're saying we've all got different opinions. Uh, me and you have different opinions about many things, don't we? Most. But we don't just start screaming and shouting at each other and we saying, do. right, I'm not speaking to you anymore. We do. Yeah, I mean, we do. Like, yeah. we've, got, but, we've got a safe word that gets us out of those situations. <laughs> we because, do have a safe word because, that we've used many instances. <laughs> pretty much after every recording, <laughs> we end up in a situation where I'm going... Fuck you, you never listen to me. <laughs> You're going, you do. fuck you, I've got my idea. Right, we end up in that conflict. I have to say, I never realised how much of a DV you were until we started working together. Mm, we're both, we're both hard work. I'm not going to deny mm. that, mate. Yeah. 
But the main thing is, we, we're saying is, we're I saying don't care if you is, are a, a, a Ku Klux Klan cookout racist. We, we want you we on the do, show. We don't want you on the show. What? But I think what we are saying is that what Israel and Palestine need, in our humble opinion, is a safe word. Mm. Yeah. And Israel needs to stop acting like the eternal victim. Ooh. <laughs> well, is that... Take that out. <laughs> yeah, well... Edit point. Let's say there's wrong on both... In the words of Donald Trump, there's wrong on both sides. Let's edit that out as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's much more complicated than that. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's complicated. It is complicated. I would agree yeah. with No that. side's bad. No side's inherently bad. You can't look at the... That was, that was a mistake Hitler made, wasn't it? What? about Israel and Palestine. <laughs> You've <laughs> made your point really clearly. We can edit yeah. this down, and we're going to have a really nice half an hour funny podcast, but I don't think half of it should be us rambling about Israel and Palestine. Yeah, disclaimer, disclaimer, we'll just say that although we are uh, very open to free speech and we like to have a good discussion about anything, we also we always say the disclaimer at the end that we're not 100% sure what we're talking about. No, we know nothing. Mm, no, we don't know enough, that's for sure. Yeah, We're speaking from a place of ignorance. We don't know the same amount the American CIA agency knows at this moment in time. But we're doing it dressed as a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm behind the American people. I ain't behind the American administration. Uh, so, all our loyal American listeners, thank you for sticking by us and coming back to the show. We are going to be back next week. And honestly, I know we said this last week, you're going to see massive uh, changes. Are, are you, Liam? Are we? Are we willing to put the work in? Or are we willing to do whatever it takes? Yeah. We're going to try. going to try. So... We hope to see you next week. Please tell your friends and family about our podcast, especially if they want to. They want an. They want an up to date opinion on the on what's going on in. Uh, do you remember the war in Ukraine? Well, we haven't got to. It'd be disrespectful to talk about that now, wouldn't it? Because we're not giving it enough time. Um, but who's who's the good? Right. If I just gave you five seconds to say who's the good guys and who's the bad guys in that war, go. I'm not going to answer that in five seconds. No, it's too hard, isn't it? Um, but on the surface, um, <laughs> no, in fact, you know what, we'll leave it for okay. next week. Um, so, okay, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you very much. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. And and uh, we'll see you out with... Thanks for tuning in. And uh, and if you want to continue the party, uh, the song's called um, What a Feeling uh, from Flashdance. Enjoy. When there's nothing but a slow, glowing dream that you're feeling.